0: here comes the skull football talk show and your host is elite football mind luke schwant that was the voice of the minnesota
1: vikings paul allen i'm here with my co-host tristan Wiskowski. today we are going to be talking Thanks. about aaron Rodgers, who as of this recording has not yet been traded but there are a lot of rumors swirling that that he will be traded most likely to the Jets. And so let's just get into this. What is your take, Paul?
0: Uh, Thanks for having me, and excellent setup for the whole situation. Um, Aaron has the opportunity to say no to a trade, which means he could really put Green Bay in a bind. It's interesting, the Jets have uh, recently cleared $15 million in salary cap money, uh, and they've done that, I believe, to make room for Aaron. Uh, But thirdly, he can retire. And uh, Aaron, Aaron is a wild card. You know, you just never really know what he's thinking. I would guess that he's going to go to the New York Jets, which, you know, as a Vikings fan and, and given Aaron is a Hall of Fame type guy, I think the first reaction is going to be, well, good. He's really good. We got him out of the division. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not my first reaction because things got so sour in Green Bay whether it's between him and the coach, him and whatever, that a, a as, as you guys saw with our 2022 Minnesota Vikings season, when you get a breath of fresh air and people who believe in you and people who are not constantly tearing you down and instead empowering you, that's what the Green Bay situation is going to be like. I mean, Jordan Love, if he's the quarterback, he ain't as good as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I don't think he'll ever be as good as Aaron Rodgers. However, let me ask you a question quickly. Is it easier to succeed at the highest level when you're breathing or you're suffocating? When you're breathing. Amen. So just be careful what you wish for uh, because this Green Bay team is going to be a different team. Oh yeah.
1: Yes. I, I do think that everything is kind of being set up to where Jordan Love succeeds Aaron Rodgers and like obviously the Jets have expressed a lot of interest in him they're probably willing to give a lot for him yep maybe a couple first yeah maybe a player I don't know what that would maybe be it's it's really hard to predict what a team really wants but just like what they have said on social media what what has just been ta- been talked about yeah. it, it really looks like they're his top option and Obviously, it's very
0: difficult for people who talk into microphones like me and or you guys now to identify what somebody's top option is, especially when you have that kind of cash. I mean, he has what's known as generational money, where if you got if you're if Luke Schwantz is Aaron Rodgers, well, that means Luke Schwantz's kids, grandkids and great grandkids are never going to have to sweat a dollar the rest of their lives. Yeah. So that gives you the flexibility to say, you know what, I'm tired of all this. I want to move on and and just retire. Yeah. So professionally, it looks like the Jets would be the top option. Yeah. I'm not ruling out retirement. I make it a long shot, but this guy's a wild card, man. Yeah. And just
1: with what we saw, like of him on social media last year, mm-hmm. he can. He has the power to drag us out as long as he can, yeah. and as long as he wants. Oh, yeah. Right.
0: well shame on him if he does that yeah because because that makes him selfish egomaniac and a narcissist yeah Yeah. and there are a lot of those in the national football league and they're very easy to find oh yeah so um shame on him if he does that because that's vindictive and that means he's looking to stick it to a team that no longer wants him and um you know biblically speaking it says you reap what you sow and this is not a sin to do what he's doing but eventually it, it does all come around and you do reap what you sow. Yeah. Since you did ask about the division, uh, the uh, the Detroit Lions are the team to beat in the division, along with us. Yeah. Uh, the Chicago Bears trading that first overall pick to Carolina. <laughs> well, insane. they got you know the the Carolina Panthers, man. Or excuse me, the Chicago Bears. They didn't move back that far, and they got wide receiver DJ Moore. Yes. And DJ yeah. can play. Yes. So I'm not a big Justin Fields guy. Um, I don't know him as a person. I just am wondering how good he is. Um, But these Detroit Lions, they have something going. Mm -hmm. And kind of like we've talked about before with empowering people and believing in people. And that's the case with Jared Goff in Detroit. I mean, it's a kick in the ego when you're playing in Los Angeles, which is glitzy Los Angeles. Your fiance, wife or girlfriend, whichever she was at the time, is like a big model or singer or something in Los Angeles. And then the Los Angeles team tells you, we don't want you anymore.
1: Go to
0: Detroit, and you're going to Detroit, yeah, like one so, of the worst teams at the time, yeah, right? The worst
1: places to live, right? And yeah. then,
0: by the way, the guy for whom you're traded, everybody in the world loves Matthew <laughs> Stafford, yes. yeah. And you know, to, now to you're the
1: bad guy in the season. Well,
0: and Matthew's going to win a Super Bowl, yes. So yeah. that's everything you're looking at right now, Jared. So if he was a little upset or didn't want to be there and pouted, it wouldn't surprise me. But this coach, Dan Campbell, has come in galvanizing the players oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. making them believe in themselves. And just like I said, with us at 13 and four, when, when you believe in yourselves, you can do anything it well as a unit, it carries you through turmoil. Yeah. It carries you through tumult. It carries you through problematic times. And that's why, as I said earlier with green Bay and Aaron, if he goes to the jets or if he retires it, Jordan love is not as good as him. But when everybody's liking each other and the coach feels like he can actually do his job yeah. without being usurped or for the or for you know the the grade you guys are in without having what he's doing uh, superseded and or changed, well maybe Matt Lafleur's really good, you know. I mean, I think he's good. Yeah. Regular season record's good, yeah. but Aaron yeah. had a lot to do with that. So what's the coach going to do without Aaron? There's a chance he may spread his wings and be really really good. That's so fascinating. Everything that's coming up in the NFC North, because the worst team is going to get better with draft picks and DJ Moore. The Lions are already good and should have beaten us twice this year. We're already good. And Green Bay may be going through a change that empowers the team.
1: Yeah. So just all of this, really, anyone could have the division i don't think the bears will have it next year yeah it, that'll no. take them a year yeah. yeah like obviously everyone all their receivers are pretty young besides chase claypool yeah um their quarterback's really young probably doesn't have the best leadership skills
0: he's a great he's a great guy i mean he will say he can pass yeah he, i mean it's with quarterbacks i've learned over the years luke and with rookies it's you know doing the radio job at KFan. Yeah, calling Vikings games. It's it's God bless me with a unique opportunity to work very, very, very closely with a team. Yeah, where I watch practice, I know who's hurt, um, I know what the first fifteen plays are, and they know I know. But they let me do it because they can trust me that I'm not going to go on social media. I'm not going to tell people. I'm I've just I've become very trustworthy in the latter stages of my life. Now, that meshes to the radio show, because they also know if they lose, and I know that there are some, you know, bad things that went into it or whatever, that I'm not going to hammer them. You know, I'm going to bring things up and share with the audience that they need to know about why we lost. But nevertheless, it's I'm not going to burn them. I'm not going to breach trust. So the point here is that the Vikings defense was bad last year. You know and then talking about it on the nine to noon k fan show the entire year i'm not going to lie to the listeners um and if it's bad it's bad but there are two ways to do things here in what i do on the radio you can either do what the majority of people do which i think makes people look foolish and and be like welcome back to whatever on kfan the vikings defense gave up another 425 yards and five touchdowns (laughs) these guys suck the coordinator should be fired Get rid of all these players and let's move on. Okay, that that's not me. That's too harsh for me, because there's so much more that goes into it than yeah. those throwing tomato cans from from the upper deck. Yeah. Uh, well, that all has to come to pass this year with Green Bay potentially without Rodgers, us changing the defense, Bears uh, with, with what you said, and 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 then the, the Detroit Lions. But with rookies, and like I'll say on the radio show, is I'm not going to analyze, heavily analyze, judge, let's say in this context, and say somebody belongs or they don't belong until I get 25 games. And, and my listeners frequently don't like that because, you know, they want the knee-jerk answer right now from the announcer. But it's easy to say after four games, Justin Jefferson belongs. It's not easy after four games to say Kane Wanwu belongs. Oh, there's a kick return. That's great. He belongs as a kick returner, but can he play running back? As of right now, I'd say no. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't had enough opportunity to say no. You know, so that's why with Justin, what you said, a very big season for Justin Fields, because he's coming into that part of his career where it's, I believe it's fair for everybody to say you belong or you don't belong. And as of right now, I would lean your way that I don't trust him as a passer. But this is a big season for old Justin Fields.
1: And I think when he has all the guys around him, when he has – when he – he'll probably obviously do a lot better. It's kind of harder – it's kind of hard to do worse – than when you have a season when you get yeah. the first
0: overall pick. But he did run for 1,100 yards. Yeah, and he yeah. broke, like, the single-game I mean, rushing
1: record. Yeah, that, but yeah. see,
0: that like, Jalen Hurts is a really good runner. Jalen Hurts was a decent passer, then he got A.J. Brown. Justin Fields is a really good runner.
1: Then he got D.J. Moore.
0: He's a decent passer, and now he got D.J. Moore, yeah. and yeah. plus the draft. Yeah, so line. big, big, big. Well, the offensive line for the Eagles is, I'm glad you well, brought that yeah. up. You're an elite football mind because the offensive line for the Bears was terrible. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, plays into yeah, it, too. It was great point.
1: So thanks, Paul, for hey. being on the show. Right on. It was great having you. No problem. I'm looking forward to the next time we can do this. For
0: sure. Can I call you guys Larry and Tom? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's Luke and Tristan. <laughs> yeah, good to see you. Uh, so, we will, um, uh, if you have time for me, Um, I would like to do this more frequently uh, around the draft maybe and get together at racetrack in the summer or something. And (laughs) uh, and, um, you guys do a really good job, man. And uh, I like to be part of it. So God bless you guys. Thanks for coming to my house. Uh, Thanks for eating all my uh, Twizzlers. And uh, you kids have a wonderful day, all right?
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Skull Football Talk Show. We'll see you in the next one.